and we're live guys welcome back to another video of zgn talks and today we'll be talking about what you should be doing as a high school student enjoy So I'd say in high school, there are two types of people. There's person A and there's person B. So when I think of person A, for example, someone that likes to constantly go out on the weekend, um, spends their time with the wrong crowd, doesn't really make the best use of their time thinking forward. And being honest, this is something that we did fall victim to. Yeah, I think everyone kind of fall victim um, to that. And I think, you know, the difference between person A and person B is I think I'm catching your drift. I think what you're trying to say is person A is kind of the person that is really focused on the future, is more focused in the now, and person B is the type of person that more focuses on the future and investing, whether that's you know monetarily or intellectually into their future. Exactly, yeah, and just speaking of me personally, it's, for example, making a decision today, where do I want to be in one month versus where do I want to be five to 10 years from now? And person A is on that's, you know, in high school, they're building a friend group, they're trying new things out, whether it's you know, yep. smoking, drinking, maybe they already did that. Just kind of thinking, where do I want to be in a few days to a week and not really thinking about what am I going to do in college? What am I going to do after college? And that definitely, the, the and not everyone is like this. Yeah. This could be somewhat stereotypical, but this is something that, let's be real, ends up haunting the other person because then you end up looking back and regretting not doing what you know you should have done instead. Yeah, I feel like it's honestly more about a, you know, growing up. I feel like person A is who you are as a kid and then, you know, you got to learn to grow up and be person B. Some people honestly never get to that point, but, you know, I hope most people out there too. Exactly. And with person B, whether you want to start your own business or not, person B is constantly studying. They're not going out every single weekend. They're learning new skills in a sense, seeing how, say, the world is changing, the market, the economy is constantly changing, what is really becoming in demand, whether it's a skill, new inventions, just yeah. really getting creative and adapting with the ever-changing market. It's just being conscious of the future. That's how I'd say it. Exactly. I know we have a couple friends, you know, we have one friend in particular that's really a friend of ours that wants to be a doctor. And, you know, he's the type of guy that studies 24-7, uh, you know, does his schoolwork, it's great grades. And, you know, while he might not be an entrepreneur, He's on, he's on the right path. He's focused on the future, not consider him person B. Yeah. And just an example. So this person, since he was young, he knew he wanted to be a doctor. Now, a lot of us, when we're young, I want to be a soccer player when I was young, right? <laughs> but this person was really still on being a doctor. And part of me was, maybe he wants to be a doctor. Maybe he doesn't. You know, over time, things change. For example, my sister went corporate. And what she does now is completely different than what she studied in, say, high school and college. Mm -hmm. But... This guy right here, he's currently in high school. He, he knew he wanted to be a doctor. He started, you know, really getting into science. And right now in college, a lot, a lot of people want to be doctors. You know, I talk to a lot of people. Yeah. I'm, I'm majoring in science. <laughs> you know, I want to be a doctor, orthodontist, whatever, whatever you want to be. They want it because right? the cool title. Exactly. Whether it's told. the cool title, or whether it's what their parents want to be, whether it's yep. for the paycheck or maybe they actually want to do it now. This guy right here studies 10 to 15 hours every single day, completely dusting everyone else. Yep. And he's the path. real deal, folks, the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> and most people are studying a few hours a day. Not like, mm -hmm. whatever, oh, I'm going to read the textbook, I'm going to be a doctor. No, people don't understand that if you want to get to that high level, per se, a doctor, you know, people's lives are depending on you. And you can't be going to the movies, you know, hang out with your friends, partying, when in the future you're going to be saving lives. No, you need to be studying because me personally, you know, knock on wood, uh, but if I'm in a situation where a doctor, where I'm on the, say, the operating table, 
I want the best in the game. Yeah, I don't want no doctor. I don't want no guy that was going out, you know, on his college weekends to go to the movie theaters with friends or like getting drunk. I don't want that guy. That's my surgeon dude. Exactly. I want least, a guy. At least statistically. I want a guy that spent their youth reading the textbook, <laughs> studying, you know, watching movies, videos on whatever it is to save lives. Then someone that was, you know, just not doing that. Yeah. And the same concept goes for, you know, entrepreneurship. Like you got to, at some point, if you, if you think you're going to be an entrepreneur at some point in your life, you have to get your stuff because you have to start learning valuable skills that, you know, are going to expand your horizons in your future, you know, hopefully going forward in business. It's true. I'd say that all this, whatever you accomplish is an actual accumulation. I like to actually call it the slingshot effect because as slingshot, the more you pull back, farther goes the farther the whatever you're shooting flies and that's somewhere with building a skill you know the longer you spend not letting yourself go you know eating healthy foods doing certain drugs and actually stacking all these skills reading books absorbing information actually yep. applying it all these things end up stacking together even losses taking losses they all just stack and stack and stack and it kind of builds a hill that you get to the top too yeah i mean i feel like we can talk about you know what it takes and what skill, what you need to be an entrepreneur. But I feel like we should talk about skills that are just beneficial for everybody. There's cer certain, especially. yeah, for high schools, like there are certain skills you're going to need no matter what that you just have to learn down the line. And, you know, just segueing into it, I'm going to, you know, give you a little prompt, but I know you think comms is really important. I agree with you fully on that. Communication skills are extremely, extremely important no matter where you're going, whether you're going to be a doctor, whether you're going to go to college, or whether you're going to own a business, you have to have really good communication skills. And that's simple math. That's just a, that's the skill yeah. of life. Every single day you're talking to people and whether you're applying to a job or you're trying to network with people, you're constantly selling yourself mm -hmm. and many people just don't know how to properly approach a, approach a conversation. Now, there are many different you know, settings, whether it's a party, a certain school project, a meeting, a business meeting, every setting is different and you need to consistently be in each of these to really understand when to say what because that is how your social IQ really grows. Yeah, you need to understand social dynamics, code switching, all that stuff. Those are some very valuable skills. Now, I think some valuables that everybody needs to learn too is financial skills. Like you need to have a basic understanding of finance and economics in order to understand you know, the future and where things are headed. You need to understand, like if you want to be a doctor, you have to understand, okay, where is there a lot of potential that's growing? Um, where's a lot of, where's, you know, where's sectors that are going down within, within the doctor niche. You have to really understand where things are headed economically. You have to be able to manage your personal finances. So I think the main two skills you need to finance and comps. I'm sure there are a lot of others. If you want to mention those. Yeah. I also want to mention, there was a very good quote that you personally told me, for mm -hmm. example, when it comes to either learning code or learning finance. So us as business owners say we want to hire someone that codes and we don't know code at the level that this person does, right? Mm -hmm. You told me the code that you don't need to write the best selling book, but you want to be able to read it. And that's something important for anyone to understand. You don't exactly need to be an expert at a certain topic, but you want to be able to understand it. Yeah. If, if like, for instance, if you're, if you're a business owner and you, you're not a technical, you know, you're not super strong in code, you want to be able to understand it at least, so, you know, to understand what good work looks like. So if you're doing, if you're, if part of your life includes, you know, having a certain skill set or hiring someone that has a certain skill, you want to learn that to some extent to be comfortable and be, you know, inter, at least intermediate at that skill set, be ordered to, re, in order to recognize really, really good work. Exactly. And obviously sales, that's kind of mm -hmm. segueing from communication, but sales, a lot of sales-based jobs are commission-based. Yep. And I personally like, say, if I was to work a job, I'd prefer to be com commission-based um, commission rather than paid salary. Cause <laughs> exactly. You, yep. It's not dependent on your time. It's dependent fully off your skill and your performance. Exactly. And you know, there are a lot of employees that you're working with and in a sense it is friendly competition and, but you don't constantly need to be thinking, Oh, this person's doing better. Oh, this person's doing better because you guys aren't getting paid the same amount. Mm -hmm. You're going to be paid literally based off how well 
you communicate with the customer. And that's something super interesting because again, you're constantly selling yourself mm. and you're not just selling a product, you're sell selling yourself, yourself as a person because once someone buys from you, sure, partially it is because of the product, but a lot of the time is because of the person behind the product that they're sold on. Yeah, and relating it to comms, like most people don't realize they're actually, they are salespeople, they just don't realize it. Like for instance, if, you, if, you're, if you're not an entrepreneur, um, but you go to an interview, you, you know, you're selling yourself. You, being a salesperson, you're selling a product or a service or you're selling yourself. And I think most people need to understand that. I think, you know, you have to have a certain degree of sales skills in order to get by in life. You have to be able to sell yourself in an interview. You have to be able to sell yourself, you know, to potential people you're going to hire. Agreed. And just yeah. remembering, say, my time in high school, I was taking science classes. I was taking English classes. And I'd say I also took math classes, a few APs. And what I probably the most useful class, I, I didn't enjoy taking English class writing essays. But today, when it comes to copywriting skills, I'd say that's the class that helped help me out yeah. the most. Because in today's digital age, people are buying when they're online. People are going to social media and say, for example, you're not selling through video form. Well, what you're saying in a video is a, is a form of copyright. But even just writing a certain description for a product or a description for, say, a sales pitch, people are going to read that. And that could do a lot of damage when it comes to someone choosing to buy your stuff. Yeah, I agree. And even, you know, even not being for entrepreneurs, like you need to understand how to copyright. For instance, you need to know how to text someone that you want to interview from. You need to know tech, you like to talk to your boss you want to raise, stuff like that. Yeah. And when it comes to even as simple as texting with one of your clients or texting with coworkers or your boss, you want to come off as someone who's entertaining through text. You, you don't want to always have a serious vibe because when it comes to people hiring or wanting to work for a certain business, you know, that whole old school, you need to be serious, always have a suit on. Yes, in some industries, it's still a thing. But for a lot if of you're industries, a <laughs> if you're a lawyer, exactly. <laughs> you're a lawyer. And, but in a lot of industries now, it's you show up, you want to be able to have a fun conversation with the person, be able to relate with them. Bummer culture. Exactly, because if it's always professional, it tends to lose the fun. Wear people down. You want to be able to talk to them about the Warriors game last night. The yep. Warriors aren't doing well. Super disappointed. Uh, uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next year, though. Yeah, we'll maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Tough luck. And yeah, it's huge because if you're constantly coming into work and the only thing people are thinking are like work, 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 you no longer have the excitement because you want to go to work with the mindset, oh, I'm going to be hanging out with my family right now because a lot of early stage startups, the people that work for them, they- So closely knit. Yeah, they essentially view them as if it's their actual family. Yeah, I mean, we've had not even, like we haven't really done like super, super startup, startup type businesses. We've had, we have had businesses where we have a business partner and, you know, stuff won't work out because there's no culture and feels too professional, you know what I mean? Like when you're, when you own a small business or when you have a startup, you need to feel like a family because everyone's in on it. And when that feeling's not there, things don't turn- things usually don't end up going too well. Exactly. Now, going back to a high school point of view, as we all, everything just yep. we just discussed, learning these skills are important because you're not necessarily going to monetize these skills in high school when it comes to college and after college and you're constantly loading the cannon with learning all these skills, reading books from people that are good at certain skills. For example, Jordan Belfort, mm -hmm. yes, what he did in the past was a not messed good. Up. <laughs> messed up, unethical. Doesn't change the fact that he's a good salesman. Yep. He understands psychology body language and he actually has a really great book on it yep. that if you read it will teach you a lot more than say for example some sort of youtube video or you just 
literally what school would teach you if yeah. you're learning sales. So like all these sellers talking about, you know, building off of books and Jordan Belfort and bringing up all that stuff. Well, a lot of people have to realize is all the sellers talking about are actually really, really cheap or free to learn. You know, you can go on YouTube, you can learn a lot of this stuff, or you can get a really good book by someone who's professional, you know, is renowned at that thing. You can learn it that way, or you can try learning it through first experience. I personally recommend, we've personally learned a lot of our really good skills off reading books and then applying that and molding our own little strategies. Exactly. And this is for you watching whatever advertisement you see on social media of someone trying to sell you on a certain course, no matter how close you get <laughs> to buying that course, go on YouTube, spend at least 24 hours researching the topic that that course that you really want to buy is trying to sell you on. Spend at least 24 hours, even 48 hours, just going ham and researching that topic. And I guarantee you, you will save yourself a lot of time and you will get way better at that topic than whatever that course would teach you for a price of one to $2,000. Yeah, and people also need to realize, you know, a lot, just so much information is just free online. It's kind of, it's honestly quite ridiculous. Like you could, you could literally teach yourself advanced psychology and watch Harvard and Stanford lectures just by going to YouTube and going to Stanford or Harvard. You know what I mean? Exactly. And aside from learning skills, certain high school students want to monetize right away. Now, of course you could go get a job, but as we mentioned, you can go online, spend 24 hours learning how to build a website, spend some of your own time practicing building that website, go on Fiverr, go on Upwork and start offering as a service, make it $20 per website. Later on, make it 30, $40 yeah. per website. You can easily be getting five to 10 people a day, and then you can start outsourcing. You could find other people that are already good at building websites, go on Upwork or Fiverr, Five or say someone pays you $100, pay that person $50 to build it just like that. You made $50. You didn't have to do anything but middleman the whole process. And a lot of the way we learned our skills was, you know, we did a lot of reading. We applied to our knowledge. We did on a small scale. Then we would do is we would gig ourselves out for like certain, for like different projects and stuff like that. Like we, we'd practice our skills a lot to really hone our craft before we yeah. started applying them to big businesses. I just don't want, you know, high school students or even younger thinking, oh, to make money, I need to get a job. Yeah. Oh. If I want to make money, I just need to take everything and sell it. Oh, I need to go flip products. No, there's so much more you could do. You could make money selling skills that mm -hmm. you don't know how to do. Yeah. Again, the website idea. Yep. Or even, you know, you don't need to go mow a lawn or mow a lawn. Yep. Like if, if you really, if you want to learn Facebook ads, okay. You know, get a little job maybe if you need it, you know, spend that money on Facebook ads and then offer, if you get good at it, offer the service. Or, you know, like you said, if, if you want to learn how to code, do all this website stuff, I think you might like it learn how to do it and then start doing gigs for it and hone your craft. But people need to realize that, you know, there's, if, if you price yourself properly, there's a lot, even if you're not that good, there's a lot of people that will buy from you. And that's how you gain a lot of experience while also getting paid. And, you know, while the pay might not be as good as, you know, some, some job out there over time, you're going to make more than that job ever will. If you're really good at that craft, literally just open up your laptop, go on Google, go on YouTube and you'll find all the information there. For example, someone wants to pay you $200 to make a video montage. You don't mm -hmm. know how to edit. Cool. Take the $200, go on Fiverr up, or find someone for $100, maybe $150, not even teach them, or even just shoot them $100 yep. to $150 to edit the video, send it back to the person. You just made yourself $50 to $100. Simple. You don't necessarily yep. need to know a skill to make money. Like we said before, learn the basics. But hey, if you're not super, super good, you can always you know do drop servicing or you know move things around. So you know someone pays $200, pays $100, you keep the $100. That's yep. also more of a business thing, you know, skills thing. But hey. Still pretty good. And look, if you learn to do that and then you're going into college, great. If your parents want to say pay, if you're going to college, mm -hmm. say your parents want to pay for your college education, great. You're already set. You're yeah. going to graduate without debt, which is already in the what top, how much percent? Uh, I can't think of the statistics, but I have a graph in my mind. It's I, a pretty low percentage though. Yeah. For people that age. 
Now, say, for example, you do need to go to college. You need to pay yourself. Yes, scholarships work, but they're not going to cover 100% unless you're some genius. That's pretty rare. Not (laughs) everyone's going to be a genius and not everyone's going to have their college covered by scholarships and financial aid. So cool. Start learning how to make money using your laptop, using what we literally just discussed in this video is because that's only going to help you pay for college, graduate with less debt. And if you graduate with less debt, you're already way ahead of the curve because a lot of stress caused in today's society, especially for the younger group of people is because they finish college in debt and they don't know what to do. And you should start solving that problem in high school. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people take for take advantage, you know, take for advantage of the internet these days. You have to remember, like, we grew up seeing the internet kind of evolve, and our parents obviously didn't really grow up during the internet. People need to understand, like, if you're watching this and you're in high school, you know, Mitch and I had the internet, but, you know, what still wasn't fully what it was today. And, you know, our and your parents or your, like, your parents probably, if you're watching this, if you're in high school, they probably didn't really have the internet growing up. And if you wanted to go learn something, you had to go to the library, you had to, you know, you had to order some books online. Like, there was a whole process of getting that information that no longer is, is you know, there's only that barrier today. And people really need to just realize how easy it is compared to what it was, like, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, even 20 years ago. And, if you know, if you can't, like, it, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Like, if you can't do it today with the internet and people were able to do it 30 years ago, like you're a little bit lazy nowadays. Also something very important that I learned in high school, and this mm-hmm. comes into aspect with your parents. Don't tell your parents what you're doing or what yeah. you're working on and don't ask them for permission. Just do it because sure. For example, we have different family values because yep. I come from a European family. I'm always the Soviet raised. union, <laughs> <laughs> but my family is, they like to be on my back constantly. Yep asking what are you doing you know what's this and most of the time like what we're doing right now they don't understand i don't think they'll ever understand because that's how they were brought up what is this why do you need the studio with a very similar (laughs) accent they do that and if you're watching this and parents are a big part of your life don't ask them for permission don't tell them this is something you want to do because most of the time parents will not be supportive of it parents will be tell you to get good grades do your homework go to college get a good job because for the majority, that's how they were raised out was their mindset. Mm-hmm. And the more that, you know, I'd ask for permission or should I be doing this? They tell me no. Sometimes you need to cut your parents out of the equation and just do your own yeah. thing and stop thinking about what they think and what they want you yeah, to do. Yeah, a lot of parents these days are like, no, it's, you know, internet money doesn't exist. You know, it's, it's a total scam. And the reason I think that is because they didn't grow up with the internet how it is today. You know, they didn't grow up with Amazon or eBay or any of these platforms really being out. And they don't really see the opportunities, quite frankly, because they they never really got to experience them when they were, you know, your age. Yeah, it's the same people that think Amazon, eBay, Shopify are a scam is essentially the same type of people that thought the dot-com boom was a scam. Yeah, like... And look where we are today. Like, the same people without that thought the internet wouldn't be around, you know what I mean? Like, there was a huge... Like, I was was actually talking to some family a couple days ago, um, and I was just like, 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 obviously, we grew up kind of in the age of the internet. We kind of grew up when it was pretty pretty roughly developed but we saw the whole we saw ebay amazon all this stuff happen we saw social media happen during our lifetime like there was no social media when we were really really young it just didn't exist but um you know i was talking to them and i was like what was the internet like when you when you were young like who was on it was was it just for like weirdos or was it you know everyone on it and they're like yeah there's maybe like one or two people that were on it of like all the people we, we ever knew as a child and it, it was just it was really eye-opening to realize how how no one really thought the internet was 
going to be there to stay. Like I was talking to my mom and her friend and they were like, yeah, the one kid that used to be on the internet in high school, everyone thought it was weirdo. You know, it was just going to be some fad that was just going to go away. And, you know, like, no, obviously it didn't happen. No one could have, I don't think anyone could have ever imagined how integrated would be today, 50 years ago. Yeah. Because over our lives, we've consumed so much information. And I'd say for a lot of our lives, we're just consuming, consuming. And when you start learning that everything you're consuming, you're looking at everything you're consuming and then you start shifting perspective and asking yourself, why am I consuming this? Why am I seeing these advertisements, these commercials everywhere? And then you start thinking of the psycho psychology behind it, the science behind it, and the people that run these companies and what they do to actually get their ideas and companies in front of you. That's when your whole perspective of life begins to change. And the sooner you start doing that, literally in high school, you're going to be way ahead of the curve in college and so on. Now, again, it depends what you want to do. But mm. having that shift in perspective will already help what you're learning in college. And it'll just also just change your friend group. Yep. And that's one of the differences between person A and person B. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, like person B looks behind the systems, kind of understand them and sure. you know, how everything works. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this video. Go ahead, like, sub, comment yes, what you thought about this video. Go check out our Instagrams and feel free to connect with us and network. We always love communicating with you guys. Let us know of your thoughts. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed this video and we'll see you in the next one. Take care. Catch you later.